0: Guys, Guy Radio. Here's your host, Robert Manny. Okay, welcome to
1: Guys, Guys Radio. This is your host, Robert Manny, welcoming you to the show, another show on Guys, Guys Radio, where men and women can be at their best and everyone wins. Guys, Guys Radio. I go out and get the information of the guests that hopefully will help you think, help you feel, and hopefully will help you act. Guys, Guys Radio. So our theme of our show today, we're going to go. We're going to go on a little bit of a metaphysical, spiritual journey. We've got two psychic medium clairvoyants who are specializing in contacting uh, and getting messaging from folks who have passed over. I'm sure everybody out there listening has lost somebody along the way. And many times we wonder, well, where are they? Are they everywhere? Are they nowhere? Are they in heaven? Are they someplace else? We don't know. Can I talk to them? Can they hear me? Well, we're going to get into all of that and kind of... uh, our two guests' opinions about what happens when we do cross over. So interesting stuff that we don't think about every day. um, But from what I have learned, you know, those we've lost are still close by. So it's just up to us to open our hearts to communicate with them. So anyhow, that's just me. But we'll get into it. We'll ask our guests on Guys Guys Radio. Robert Manny, your host. Our two guests are Karen Noe and Maria Verdeshi. We're going to get it on right now.
0: It's Guys, Guy Radio. I have a very special guest
1: today. Her name is Maria Radeshi, and she's a truly remarkable psychic medium. You know, on Guys, Guys, Radio, I interview so many different people from all walks of life, and I, I really want to get the message out. There's a lot more out there than a lot of us know about or have time to explore. So I wanted to have Maria on here, as I had told her, I just kind of picked her up looking using my intuition. I saw her on Facebook. I saw that she was connected with Thomas John. She got very high marks. I had a good feeling when I saw her photo, and here we are. So let me tell you a little bit more about her. She's a remarkable psychic medium. Her ability to connect with teachers, guides, and departed loved ones is nothing short of astonishing. Her compassion and genuine interest in every client she works with provides relaxed, revealing, down-to-earth reading. She's got a book, it's called uh, There Is No Death, Only Life. And it's about uh, reaching out and communicating with those who pass on the other side. And some people are open to this and other people are open to that. My own perspective is that people, when they pass, they get what they expect. So if they think they're going to be in the ground in the dirt, that's probably where they're going to begin until they're uh, ultimately called forth to kind of go to the light if you will but I could be wrong but that's 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 my understanding. Maria also is a master Reiki practitioner as I am and she's proficient in pranic healing but most important to Maria is people understand the simple truth that there is no death only life so welcome to Guys Guys Radio Maria Berdeshi.
2: Thank you so much I'm so happy to be here today thank you.
1: Let's just start right at the beginning. What happens when people die?
2: From what I've seen, when um, people die, so and there's also a couple different stages because I have helped um, family members with their loved ones when their loved one is in a coma and I'll say stuck, and the the caretakers are saying we don't know why the hospice people and hospice people are i'm going to say almost all of them are pretty intuitive that they just get this feeling of when someone's going to be passing and um when they're sitting there going he's got to have or she's got to have some unresolved issues because they're sticking here they're not going that's when i'll be getting some phone calls or text messages saying maria he, we need to know what's going on, and I'm able to connect with them and give them a list of things that there's no way I would know to help them cross over.
1: Maria, do you think that when people pass, they go as I mentioned in my opening comments? Do they go where they expect to go initially, or? does everybody go to the same place? Is the process the same? Is the process different for everybody based on their beliefs? Like some people think they're going to see Jesus and other people think they're going to see Muhammad. And how, how does it all work in your, uh, from your experience?
2: Um, from my experience, they go through, um, and it it also depends on how they passed. And let's take a suicide, for instance, if they, um committed suicide, but they're Catholic, they're going to be still wrestling with this. And what I want to say is almost stuck. So what I have seen when I'm doing a reading for someone and I pick up that this was a suicide and I see they're stuck, and it's actually the energy from the reading and the loved one that's there that's saying, no, I loved you, it helps them move on the other side. I don't see it as everybody goes. I see it as different levels, I guess I want to say. So there's different levels as to where people go. I definitely have never seen a hell. In fact, I've only heard there is no hell. So I always t- just take that out of the equation. But I do see different um, like levels where people are. If
1: somebody committed suicide, how do they then move to the next level?
2: So, and and I've only seen this through um, doing a reading, of course, it is that, and I've had it where a mother helps the child, it's energy. So if you think about everything in our world, it's all energy, it all works through energy doing a reading, you're giving that person energy, and that energy um, is helping them to move. It's helping them to move to that next level.
1: When you connect with somebody who has passed over, and you get, uh, they have to kind of squeeze themselves in to communicate with us because we're in a more dense uh, dimension. So when they do that, they are also, I'm assuming, that they are connected to a collective of all the people People beings beings they have been. been. So therefore, we're getting an aspect of them, not necessarily them exactly how they were on earth. Is that accurate?
2: I would say that that um, is pretty accurate. And that's why, And all mediums work different. So I think that's always nice to throw it in there that we're not all the same. So when I pick up on things, I'll pick up on a lot of the characteristics. So when I'm reading for someone, you're gonna hear me say a lot, it feels, this is how it's feeling to me. Um, Because I'm gonna start getting those characteristics if they were a really angry person or if they were really happy. So all those characteristics are gonna start flooding in. I might not see what they look like, you know, right away. They might not show me at all what they look like, but they're always going to give me their characteristics of how they were here.
1: Got it. How about time? If time is something that we use in our dimension, the third dimension that's linear, And in reality, time is more of a collective. When we pass over, is it possible then, since everything's kind of happening at the same time and they have a different aspect of time, that um, let's say you pass over and you have relatives that are living, could it be that you're already with those relatives who are living on the other side? Does that make sense?
2: Oh, my gosh, I never thought of it that way. It makes total sense. Um, It could be. But that's that's an exciting thought. See, I'm a geek about all this stuff. I love it. Um, I haven't had anyone on the other side actually give me that information by saying, hey, you know what? I know Betty's there, but Betty's also here. Mm -hmm. Um, I have done past life readings. I've done quite a few of those where I'll pick up on a past life and it's, the characteristics of something, that person that I'm reading for is going to go, oh, my God, I had a dream about that. Or, you know what? I always, whenever I cross over a bridge, I feel like a fear, like I'm going to die or this happened. And on that past life, I might pick up that they crossed over a bridge and the car went over you know something like that where it fits in and it makes sense to them
1: okay our special guest is maria verdeshi her book is there is no death only life she is a pretty unbelievable psychic medium, and she connects with teachers, guides, and departed ones on the other side. So tell us about working with your guide. I take a spiritual enfoldment class, been taking it for about two years, and now things have finally clicked in, and I actually have a relationship now with my guide and my team. I have somebody who helps me with Health and somebody who helps me with real estate and somebody who helps me with other stuff. How can people learn how to work with their team, if you will? And what is the what is the main guide or the guardian angel or keeper of the threshold? How do you see all of that?
2: So through a reading, I will also pick up on um, I'll call them beings because not everything is of this planet that is helping us. Um, loved ones. It could be a friend. So I'll start picking up on what is around you. Um, And for me, my mom is a big guide for me. And I've got some other family members over there too, that um, are pretty, they're actually pretty funny. Um, like my great-grandmother Maria Verdeschi, when it comes to anything with the book, it's I stop and I laugh because she pushes things forward quicker with that because it's like her name's on the book too. So, um, but with the, with the guides, it, we definitely have, um, like I know I have different ones for different things that I'll kind of stop and go, And it's that intention of bringing them in. And I'm also, before readings, I meditate. So I am bringing down that higher energy to give the best reading possible, to be as clear of a channel as that I can be. Um, So there's certain things that I do in my lifestyle to also be a clear channel. I don't do drugs. I don't drink. Um, I try to eat pretty good. Uh, this quarantine has really got me not exercising, but you know, I, I try to do um, all of these things to really be the clearest channel that I can be.
1: Okay. What does Spirit have to say about this virus?
2: Um, hmm. um, yeah, I definitely have picked up some stuff on the virus. So, um, I don't think this was by accident, and I've been really careful about what I say. So, um, I just, this was not by accident. It certainly has taught us quite a bit, though. I think that it's made everybody a little stronger, and it's made people Um, be a little more compassionate and be a little more kind to their neighbor and maybe do things that they wouldn't do with um, acts of kindness towards other people. I I know where I am in Michigan, I haven't heard of, you know, too many riots or anything. I've only heard about a lot of acts of kindness that people are doing for each other. How -hmm. long
1: until we get back to, quote unquote, some semblance of normalcy
2: I keep picking up on like June so the very beginning of June like end of April, beginning of June is kind of where it always goes for me. The tricky thing is though then when my calendar goes to the end of the year, it's stopping again around end this De- end of November December like I feel like something is coming back then. Um, I don't know if it's going to be exactly this or if it's going to be a version of this. It's going to be back then.
1: I had mentioned uh, working with our guides. One of the things I've started to do, Marie, and tell me if I'm on the right track or not, and I I don't want to come across as like know-it-all because I'm learning and I'm having so much fun and it's really enriched my life, but I'll ask my keeper of the threshold, kind of my main guide to come with me when I go to sleep and I ask, actually ask for work to be done on me, physical health things, uh, any anything I might have while I'm in that sleeping astral plane, if you will. What are your thoughts about people starting to work on themselves that way?
2: Oh, absolutely. So yes, I am all for that. In fact, because it would, both you and I, we both do the Reiki also, um when i go to sleep i'll have certain people that are you know oh maria my back's hurting me can you work on me so i've kind of named it the lazy way of doing energy work because so as i'm dozing off i am setting the intention i'm seeing the person or the people who i'm going to be working on on the other side and setting that intention for what they need. And then the next day, I will send some of them a little message. So, how's your back feeling? Because it's fascinating. And these are people that wouldn't, you know, BS me or just to say something to be nice. They're like, no, it, it really feels better.
1: How do you How protect do you- yourself?
2: Um, so what I do to protect myself is part of the meditation, um, is also protecting myself when I'm, um, calling down my higher beings to watch me and protect me and to look after me. If I'm going into a situation where I'm really not feeling too good, what I do is what I call the hamster bubble. So I envision a clear round hamster bubble that I unzip, step into zip it up, and then I'm shining white light all around it.
1: Okay. Guys, Guys Radio, your host, Robert Manny. my special guest, Maria Verdeshi. There is no death, only life is her book, the forward by Thomas John. And uh, just, I just, I love the subject. I love talking about this because I believe that people have so much more power than we're led to believe. And I, I love having guests like Maria on the show to to help us start to develop those skills that we have innately, but we just haven't had the time to polish them and work them so thank you maria for being on guys guys radio let's uh continue uh, do you work with akashic records and blockages and karma like how do you work
2: um i don't work with the akashic records um but i find it fascinating but i don't um work with that i do see when i'm doing a reading i will see lines out to things kind of like energy lines or i'll refer to it as the um, like a phone line. So I'll see that. And then if I'm, I do pick up on energy blockages with people or what I call courting. So courting would be, let's say someone is in, um, I think the easiest one for me to use is like an abusive relationship. So like, let's say someone's in a relationship with a narcissist. And what I've always picked up on with something like that is this cording. And what I'll always do is tell my client, yeah, we need to take care of that. So I can cut cords if I find that, because this happens too, that we'll bring something in from another life, that this cord is a flipping jumbo cord. So, and this would be if you keep repeating the same thing. So this would be someone that keeps going out with the narcissist. Their friends are narcissists. They are surrounded by them. They've got this cord that they brought over. And now it's time to get the lesson to cut the cord because we're done with that. We're not going to bring this over again. Um, So I will send them someone, someone that is in a relationship like that. I always say, this is not a one-stop thing. I'm going to send you to this expert cord cutter. That's going to go over this with you. And then I'm going to send you to this person. That's going to take you even deeper into the past life so that we can get more of these stories because we're done with this. We are not bringing this over to another life. Um, so cord cutting is important. Even when you go out to the grocery store, let's say the cashier's in a bad mood and you're sitting there and they're kind of unloading on you. They don't mean to, but they've corded you. So when you go home, you're going, oh, I'm so tired. I'm exhausted. Why am I so tired? That's when you stop. And what I say is you can stand up in front of a mirror envision your arm being a sword and you're going to your solar plexus is your stomach that's usually where people get corded you're going to swipe it in front of your stomach your arm that you're envisioning that is a sword Um, and you are going to set that intention of cutting any cords that are attached to you
1: So my understanding is the way you work with somebody is you don't want to really know anything. So we had uh, talked about a little sampling, if you will. I think I want to work with you after the show. But just in terms of uh, giving our listeners kind of a taste, if you will, what do we need to do for you to uh, kind of tell me what I need to know? I do have a question, but I'll hold on that. But apparently you don't want to know anything.
2: Yeah, I usually I usually just kind of like like to see what I'm um, picking up on. What's your question?
1: What do I need to know now and how high is up for the work that I'm doing? Because I have switched over from a corporate career to doing this and uh, at building the foundation and building and building and building. It takes time, but uh, this is direction I want to go in.
2: Yeah. OK, so this um, you're not done going up. There's still. Um, So with work, I love this. Okay, so with work, this is cool. So they've brought the ladder out for work. So that and the steps. So that tells me, and I'm getting my yes. So my yes is chills head to toe. Um, So there is a lot more for you to do. There's a lot more um, potential. There is, um, they keep doing the steps. There's a lot more levels um, to go up with what you're doing right? Tons of potential. Um, How come I'm feeling like you haven't even really hit the surface? Do you feel that?
1: In terms of reach, uh, yes. In terms of what I'm building, uh, I'm on the right path for sure, but we're not reaching. What what I ask spirit for is uh, help me reach the people who would benefit from the work we're doing.
3: Okay, Um, you're going to be, you're going to be reaching more people. Um, This is interesting.
2: It's going to be interesting um, the end by the end of the year it's um, your audience is is gonna be growing like tremendously. So this is gonna be interesting by the end of the year. You don't work with astrologers, do you?
1: Yes, sometimes.
2: Oh my God. Okay, so I'm also a geek about that too because um, what's fun is with the things that I pick up on and then if I ask an astrologer and go, okay, this is what I'm seeing business and I'm seeing this expansion, and, I'm, and it will show up in your charts. So it's the end of the year, but I'm seeing it with your, um, it's zooming into audience. So your audience, very much expanding, like um, kind of dramatically.
1: Fantastic. All right. It's Guys Guys Radio, your host, Robert Manny. I'm in the middle of a reading right now, a short reading with the amazing Maria Verdeshi. There is no death, only life is her book. This is how Maria works as she's working with me now. And as you can see, just from a couple of minutes of this, really getting accurate readings and really good information to work with. What else do I need to know, Maria? And then we can, uh, I'll let you go.
3: I'm just seeing if there's anything else that comes through. The
2: only so, um, even as I kept hearing health a couple times, I'm feeling good about your health. It's just to make sure that the stress, because they keep bringing up stress, um, it's kind of like that you're doing those extra things, whatever it is, but it's more for you. It does seem to go more often to. The more, A little more spiritual with like meditation or if you're going outside for a walk or um, those kind of things, nature's big because um, they keep pulling me outside. So you must connect with outside quite a bit.
1: Yes. And yes, I just came is. back from a walk with my family.
2: Perfect. Perfect. Um, that's going to kind of cut that stress line. So keep that up. That's the only thing that they were tagging in with health.
1: Well, listen, thank you. Uh, the amazing Maria Verdeshi. Tell our listeners, please, Maria. Uh, first of all, thank you. And thank you for you guys for giving me that, sharing that information. I was very kind of you. And please tell our listeners where they can learn more about you, where they can book you for a session and where they can get your book.
2: Um, I've got a website, Maria Verdeshi.com. It's dot icom Um, my, and you can book sessions, like everything's right on there that you can book right on the website. My book, There is No Death, Only Life is on Amazon. And I'm also doing a few, um, book signings this summer too. And that will also all be on the website. And April 24th, I'm going to start, um, a new, kind of like I'm going to say a new little venture with an astrologer, because I love that, um, where it's going to be reading the signs is the name of it. And again, that information will also be on the website.
1: Great. Well, listen, thank you so much for being our guest on Guys Guys Radio, Maria
0: Radeshi.
2: Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Robert Manny's The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love is a fast-paced tale of flawed men and savvy women competing for love, sex, power, and money in the city where they play for keeps. It's the men's successor to Sex in the City. The Guy's Guy's Guide to Love is a sexy romp through the fast-moving, high-stakes world of Madison Avenue. Available now on Amazon and wherever books are sold. Okay,
1: guys, guys, radio. As I mentioned, I have a very special guest. Her name is Karen Noe. She's a renowned New Jersey-based, my home state, psychic medium, spiritual counselor, and a healer. With a, she's got a two-year waiting list, so she's obviously very good at what she does. She's the author of a bunch of books. called Let me start with a couple of them. Uh, Rainbow follows the storm. How to obtain inner peace by connecting with angels and deceased loved ones and And another one called Through the Eyes of Another, A Medium's Guide to Creating Heaven on Earth by Encountering Your Life Review Now. She's the founder of the Angel Quest Center in New Jersey. She teaches classes there. She gives readings and practices alternative healing. We'll get to her website and all of that stuff. She also has another book that's pretty well known now uh, called We Consciousness. And it's about a a collective of guides uh, that have contacted Karen um, via Wayne Dyer. So we all remember Dr. Wayne Dyer and somehow he's come through in a collective to Karen. So let's get started. What I want to do, as I always mention on Guys Guys Radio, bring new ideas here. Not many of us really, we're so busy with everything with so much going on now. We don't think about the fact that you know, we're really not alone, uh, that you have your guys, if you can communicate them, you have to put in the effort and welcome them to do. So you want to do some protection for yourself, but you also want to be aware that there's a lot more information out there and a lot more help that's available to us than we may think that we have when we're dealing with the day to day life toil and <laughs> treachery tre- 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 sometimes that we have to deal with. So anyhow, uh, Welcome to Guys Guys Radio, Karen Noe. How are you today, Karen?
4: I am great. Thanks so much for having me on the show.
1: Oh, my pleasure. Well, let's start at the, at the very beginning. Um, you are an expert, uh, part of, you're a medium, so not only are you a psychic, I guess, clairvoyant, but you also have the ability to connect with those who have passed over into, I guess you would call, another dimension. So, That's correct. So what happens when we die?
4: Oh, right. You go right to the point, right? Um,
3: <laughs> exactly. After,
4: after we leave the physical body, we're able to see and feel how we have affected each person through the other person's eyes as if we are the other person. And in reality, you don't. Know, you, the reason why we can do that is because we are the other person. I know it's difficult to understand, but we are all one. And as soon as we leave the physical body, we can feel that oneness in an instant. So you feel that connection in an instant. You see how you've affected people through the other person's eyes as if you are the other person. It's called a life review. You go you go through that life review, but it's an a knowingness. So if you didn't do too well, <laughs> you know, here on planet Earth, it's not that in eternity you'll be in a bad place. Not at all. It's you have, you're able to see this bigger perspective, but you are in a place of total peace and love. You feel your connection with God, the universe, and everyone and everything in an instant, and it's only love. It's a beautiful, it's a wonderful feeling. Everyone feels it.
1: So does every, from your experience, does everybody kind of uh, have the same ultimate experience when they pass over or cross over, but on the same token, do people have different experiences on their way to having that same shared experience? In other words, you get your life review and, and there's a feeling of love and oneness and all that. But on the way to that, since everybody's so different and everybody's had so many different life experiences and some people, frankly, have probably behaved better than others. And even though there is no judgment, um, you know, uh, what, is, it, is, there, is there a difference as well as there a similarity in what happens?
4: It's great similarity in what happens. We are greeted by our loved ones who have passed before us, including our pets and so forth. And um, the similarity is that whoever we connected with in our lifetime, and different religions, by the way, there's no one path, there's different paths to the same destination. So like, say someone is a Buddhist or someone is a Hindu, someone's an atheist, it doesn't matter. We all sense that connection with with source energy, with the source of all of us. Now, Does that make sense?
1: yeah, uh, as part of that, let, let's drill down a little bit further on that. So let's say uh, as a Christian, a Christian crosses over, believes Christ is the savior and maybe sees Jesus there to greet That's him along right. with the family members. Now, that same person, could they cross over and they're greeted by Muhammad? Well, that would be a big surprise. But they would
4: it, see everyone and everything and feel okay. the connection that their way was not the only way. However, um, they would be comforted to see that Jesus truly was there for them. And that okay. that you know they saw life as a Christian, and they saw this, this was right. true. But they also will see there's not one way to this destination, mm-hmm. if that makes sense.
1: Yes. yes. Now, if on the other side, if you will, the next dimension, if you will, if time is collapsed and is not a continuum as we experience it here in what's called the third dimension, yeah, can and everything's happening at the same time. I know this is a crazy question, but <laughs> I'm always, I'm doing this mental riddle with myself. So could somebody who's here in the third dimension also be crossed over since everything's happening wow. on the same time Wow,
4: there? that is deep, that is deep. Um,
1: so for instance, my dad can. passed a year they, ago. Could yes. he be there enjoying the company of my son as a teenager and my son's only six years old?
4: He will be there. This is what I do know. That's a deep question. I do know that time as we know it does not exist on the other side. Okay. It's all now, as you said, past, present, and future. It's kind of like if you look at a ruler, above the ruler, you see it all. You see one inch, two inch, ah. all the inches. But if you're sitting on the ruler itself, all you see is, you know, whatever, wherever you are, you don't see past and present, if that makes okay. sense, and future. perfect sense. You
1: know. Okay. So how uh, I've interviewed a lot of folks who have similar gifts as you, Karen, and to the, to a person, it seems like they had something happen to them where they realized they had some type of gift as a child and then they kind of turned it off or turned it way down. And then around twenty twenty one or so, it came back roaring back and that became their life's path. Is that what happened with you or how did you realize and embrace the fact that you had this gift?
4: Well, when I was younger, uh, my father used to take me to the racetrack and I would pick the winning horses for him. Now I'm a, before I say <laughs> anything else, I'm an animal <laughs> activist and I don't go to the racetrack <laughs> anymore, but things like that, I would pick the winning numbers. He was a gambler, you know, and, uh, things like that. But I, I did go through, uh, my friends used to say that I freaked them out cause I would know things that would happen before they did, but I didn't try turn it off. But uh, about 20 years ago, I was going through a very difficult time in my life. And I sat at the edge of my bed and I just yelled at God. And I said, am I going to be okay? And with that, I saw a light. And the light came towards me and eventually enveloped me. And at that time, I heard an audible voice that said, Lucia Lucina, bella Lucia Lucina. For those who don't know, it's Italian and it means light, little light, beautiful, little light. I have since learned that with St. Francis of Assisi, who's been guiding and protecting me and giving me all these messages ever since. But that's when my abilities were, they were enhanced. And I really started connecting more with those who passed and the angels and so forth. But I never turned off my abilities. mm -hmm. No, I really didn't.
1: Okay. Now, uh, weak consciousness, let's touch on that because... uh, You were contacted by Wayne Dyer after Dr. Wayne Dyer passed over and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but what from what I got out of the book was that he is now part of a collective and he communicates with you as Wayne Dyer, but also as part of this collective. So a couple of questions, one, I'd love to tell our audience, I'd love it if you could tell our audience about that um, connection that you have there. And also when somebody passes over, like Dr. Dyer, are they, and they come back to us and they talk to us, are they uh, themselves as we knew them, but, but are they now a little bit different when they come across because they are part of everything and also part of some type of collective? For instance, if I was contacted by my dad, would it be exactly like him or would it be (laughs) something more expansive that might be, you know, maybe a part of him that I didn't know, but part of him that's based on all the different lives he has uh, accumulated?
4: Very good question. Very good question. Um, When they come through, they come through with the personality that they had when they were here in the physical plane. So if they were loud, they're still loud. Wayne Dyer was loud. So he came through very easily and effortlessly on my part, Um, but in a more evolved way. So let's say, for example, I had a reading the other day and um, the person was, kind of a bigot in life but now they see the broader perspective that we are all connected and they come through and say that and say that you know not that they were wrong but they saw things in a, yeah they were wrong they admit they didn't see the the total picture if that makes sense they see it in a Mm -hmm. more evolved way now when Wayne Dyer comes through He started to come through uh, through synchronistic events. He came through on a bus when his daughter was sitting next to me on a a bus, on an author bus uh, for my publisher. We were going to be going to an event and she sat next to me and he started coming through as Wayne Dyer, you know, with those qualities that he had and he was talking to his family and things about his family. But then when he comes through in the group consciousness, the, you know, he comes through with the We Guides. He comes through with uh, uh, St. Francis of Assisi, all the ascended masters, angels, Jesus, Buddha, Muhammad, all of them in a group consciousness. And he speaks in a different manner. So his personality is not coming through as it was when, when he's coming through for his family.
1: Got uh, it. Uh, so why, why do you think he chose or his uh, collective, the We Consciousness. Why do you think they chose you, and chose you at that time? And what is their message yeah. for you to impart to the to the world?
4: That's exactly what I said. I mean, why did you come to me? And he, why did you choose me? I said, and he said, why did you choose me?
3: <laughs> he <laughs> came back with that
4: because we have similar guides. He has St. Francis as a guide as well when he was here on the physical plane, and I'm all about peace and love. So we were on the same wavelength. I was also. Um, going to be seeing his family uh, right after he passed. And I guess he wanted some way to connect with them, you know, and he saw Mm -hmm. that in me. And I continued to say, I am not, I'm not significant enough to, to do this. I continued to say that. And he just continued to say to me, get out of your own way, get out of your own way. Now he's not just coming through to Karen And I want to make sure everyone knows that. He's coming through to whoever wants to hear his message of peace and love and oneness and how to raise the vibration of our planet, particularly at this time.
1: Let's talk about that for a moment, Um, raising the vibration of the planet. Um, I'm not sure if everybody understands that everything is energy and we all operate at kind of different frequencies and the frequency that we're in a dimension is called the third dimension. And if we can raise our consciousness, if you will, um, it, it, if one person does, it has a ripple effect and it'll help raise the consciousness of other people and other parts of the planet. Um, how does that all work and what could our listeners do to kind of get started in terms of um, claiming their power as as a divine individual and also being able to put out the right frequency to raise the vibration of the entire planet?
4: Beautiful question. So understand that we are all connected. Whatever we do to ourselves or another affects everyone. So that's very important to understand. To understand also that we have God within us. You could call God, divine, source, does not matter. And we all could create amazing miracles in our lives. The only difference between a miracle worker and one who is not is that the miracle worker knows that they can Now, in order to raise our vibration, that's more, so it's more on par with the energy of who we really are and who we really are. This is a difficult one for people to grasp. We are source. We are divine energy, divine being of love and light. All right. Now that's hard to understand. We don't want to, you know, some people say, ah, that's, we can't say we're God. I'm not saying we're God. I said, God is part of who we are. Mm -hmm. God is within us and we have to reclaim that power. God is only love and only peace, right?
1: How how can people do that then? What's the first couple of steps as individuals?
4: What I would say is number one is to practice forgiveness. That's one of the most important things we could do, to try to see through other people's eyes why they did what they did. Not that we agree with what they did, but to see through their eyes and to forgive them. And a wonderful uh, saying that I use over and over it's not the snake bite that kills us, it's the venom mm-hmm. that's left behind, and it lowers who we really are, so we're not on par with the energy of God right so we another thing another thing we could do is to be more grateful the more we're grateful for things in our lives, the more things will come into our lives for which to be grateful instead of looking at what's wrong, we have to look at what's right in our lives right how about
1: ba- how about um then things like diet and uh, drugs and stuff like that and fitness and ah, clean least, oh, and all that.
4: All right. All right. I tread lightly here with the diet, but I have to say it. You asked me. Yes. Um, when I connected with the weak consciousness and ever since I started connecting with angels and deceased loved ones, I started to feel the pain of the animals when I was eating meat back then. Mm-hmm. And I I assure you, if people could feel that, they would no longer want to Partake in that. However, I know not everyone is willing to listen to this message, and I'm not saying if you're not a vegan that you won't be able to connect with angels and deceased loved ones. But you asked me the question. At no, a don't generation. worry. But that's
1: exactly what. Uh, listen, I haven't is, eat, I haven't eaten meat in twelve years, and beautiful. I, I love the good steak. And yeah, initially I did it for health reasons, and then after about five years, I started to empathize with the animals and then I realized that I don't need the only reason I was eating meat is because the animals taste good and it's like seems like a pretty shallow, cruel thing. But that's me and I have so many friends and I'm not gonna judge anybody by what they eat and everything. It's my own personal choice. But it it took time for for the empathy to to take place. But now you know I would never I would never go back because you can get your protein from other things.
4: So many places. As a matter of fact, the animals get their protein Right. So why can't we go there directly? And there's a wonderful uh, saying uh, from an animal sanctuary called Edgar's Mission. If we could live happy and healthy lives without harming anyone, why wouldn't we?
0: Got it.
1: Okay. Karen Noe is my guest on Guys Guys Radio. She is a renowned psychic medium, spiritual counselor and healer. And again, she's got a two-year waiting list, so we're lucky to have her on the show. She's written a couple other books besides We Consciousness, Your Life After Death, A Medium's Guide to Healing After a Loss. What are some of the key things that people need to do to heal after they lose a loved one?
4: Well, they have to know that their loved one still is able to connect with them. They're still around. They didn't cease to exist to understand that. That's so important, Um, number one, to um, that they too can still connect with them. They don't need to go to a phys- to a medium to connect with their loved ones. That their loved ones are giving them signs. I call them without a doubt signs all the time. Like so what?
1: Like what? What kind of? Oh signs?
4: boy. Okay. So that's this is my favorite topic. Um, there's so many ways. First of all, they love to come to us in dreams. Now, there's two different types of dreams. If we dream of our deceased loved one, it could be a dream from our subconscious. Or it could be a true visitation from their loved one. How to tell the difference? If the dream is scary, how they died, and so forth, that is a dream from your subconscious. It's not a dream Mm -hmm. from your loved one. Because your loved one, when they come through, would feel wonderful. They would probably uh, come through in a dream as the age they want to be remembered as. Oftentimes uh, an older person likes the age 35, Mm -hmm. something like that. I'm not right. quite sure why children grow. Other things they like to do, other types of signs, they love to use their energy. They come through <clears throat> as an animal, as a bird, a ladybug, a butterfly, dragonfly, to let us know that they're with us. But they would do something, the animal would do something it normally wouldn't do, such as land on us or uh, peck at our window, you know, something
3: mm-hmm. circle
4: it. us so that they're saying, pay attention, I'm here. You know, pay attention. And most of the time, people who don't even are not even aware of signs, they know it's their loved one. They all say, this is my husband. I know it. Or this is my brother, a sister, something like that.
1: All right. So part of the healing is um, you had mentioned that uh, so a lot of people, you know, they they pass and then they have some regret. And people uh, who are still on this side who are alive, they have regret when somebody passed because they kind of didn't clean up their business with them when they were here. and uh You know, I've had a lot of people pass that I know in my life. I never felt anything that was uncompleted, and I was very fortunate with my. When my dad passed, I got a chance to really have a heart-to-heart with him. Prior to that, and I've already had a heart-to-heart with my mom, who's got Alzheimer's. So, just in case she slips off at some point, I know that we've made our peace. But so many people have, and this is not judgment by any means. So many people have some unfinished business with people who are on the other side. Um, You suggest in your other book called uh, Through the eyes of another that we actually um, consider writing people letters while we 're here in this life to other people who are in this life and kind of cleaning up our business here, so if something happens, then we don 't have to have any regrets is that, is that how is that what you 're suggesting? Yes.
4: yes what I was doing in that book is too often in my readings throughout the many years of doing readings, thousands of readings oftentimes I hear from those who've passed that they had regrets, they should've, could've, would've done things differently and now it's too late. So I said, why do we have to wait until it's too late to go through? I call that the life review, right? -hmm. Right. Why do we have to wait until we die to go through that life review? Why don't we do it right here and now? Tell our loved ones how much we love them. We could do it in a letter. You know, the reason why I suggest a letter is because you could think about what you want to say in the best way. You know, write down how much you love them and why. Tell them that if you need them to forgive you, you know, try to explain that you did the best you could, given the circumstances of your life, and you didn't mean to hurt them, but you understand you did nonetheless. So, you know, there are different things to write about in the letter, saying how much you love them, please forgive me, and ask forgiveness from yourself, but see, forgive them as well. Try to see through their eyes why they did this.
1: You know, it's, a, it's beautifully stated, Karen. And also, it's just a one, even putting the, aside that person passing at some point, it's a good thing to do to consider because why not, there's so much unspoken tension that people have and they just, people have a hard time articulating, you know, some people, Many people they don't know how to say I'm I was wrong or I'm sorry and it's I feel bad for those people I'm constantly saying I'm sorry I was wrong because first of all I am often and secondly it's freeing to do that and it, 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 I'm acknowledging my the hum, humanity you know I'm a work in progress as we all are but for a lot of people it's really tough so I, I love the idea of uh, reaching out to somebody in this world while we're both here in this dimension and you know, just cleaning things up. So we're on the same page. So beautifully stated.
4: So you Um, won't have any regrets later on.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So, um, okay. So Karen Noe is our guest, Guys Guys Radio. I mentioned her books. Karen, um, maybe since we have a couple of moments here, since I've asked my guides to be with me as I do for every broadcast, and maybe yours are with you, I assume so. Can you tell me and can they pitch in What do I need to know right now?
4: Okay, so it feels like number one that you are on the right path, absolutely. And I see spreading your wings. So I don't know if you're going to be expanding even further than what you're doing. So I mean- That's the hope. That's the hope. And to trust in that process. And when you know, I see the Nike symbol, just do it. I don't know if there's a fear involved in it, but just do it, that you'll be able to get it out there because your message is very important for the world. They're ready for you and just trust in your abilities. You are significant enough to do this.
1: Beautiful. I couldn't ask for a better message. And, uh, you know, I, I, the other day I asked, I said, uh, use me. I asked spirit. I said, just use me. And I was afraid to do that because I didn't want to end up like, Oh, oh," was Am I going to end up in like a quadriplegic? And then I have some message that comes out that helps people. Like I, I kind of feel like, if, if I'm going in this, this certain trajectory, that's what I feel like I should be doing. But when you give it up like that, then you could be used in any way. How, do, how does one um, uh, ask to be used without kind of uh, and putting them? What, what does somebody do when I they want to so. serve? Like but how, how, how may I
4: serve? I say yes. in the morning, how may I serve for the okay. for the best of all concern? Okay. So that means you'll be still very right.
1: Got it. Okay. Karen Noe on Guys Guys Radio. Terrific. Your your work is terrific. You're blessed with this gift. You're handling the gift so well. I'm so happy for you. and happy that you're sharing your gift with everybody. Please tell our listeners, Karen, where they can learn more about you and uh, pick up your books and uh, also to work with you.
4: Sure. Well, they could go to my website at karennoe.com. That's Karen, N-O-E dot com. And at this time, I'm not taking any new people for appointments because I'm booked several years ahead of time. Wow. Unfortunately at this time, I am traveling at this time. Everything was canceled due to the coronavirus, but I am traveling. If you look on my website, you could catch me there. I do do podcasts. I also have um, a radio show the first Saturday of the month called the Angel Quest show. So they could listen and tune in uh, on Saturdays, 1030 a.m. Eastern. All
1: right. Let me throw you one bonus question since we didn't touch on it because it's been talked about so much, but it still is right, omnipresent. This virus, what's uh, spirit telling you?
4: you ask, you're asking me. Okay. So the universe said, every, was trying to, you know, we have to understand we're all connected. We're all one. Whatever we do to ourselves or another affects the whole. Some people were not getting that. The only thing that could possibly happen is the universe said, that's enough enough everyone <laughs> go to your you go to your rooms <laughs> you know go and <laughs> cry in seclusion <Time> out. <laughs> i have found in our seclusion we have found our connection for the most part people have become more gentle we understand that we are dependent on each other we see that now We can't go out, you know, we can't just go out and go to the store right now. We're dependent upon each other. What happened on one part of the world in China affected all of us. Mm -hmm. And why can't we use that in a positive way to spread our love and make that spread as a virus around the whole world as well.
1: Beautifully said. All right. Well, thank you so much, Karen Noe on guys guys radio terrific guest i hope to come back again there's never been been a better
0: time for men to be whoever they want to be yet it's never been less clear who men really are guys guy radio starring author robert manny is on kcaa every wednesday at 8 p.m whether it's relationships sex wellness or spirituality join robert as he interviews the experts about how men and women can be at their best Guys, Guy Radio. Better men, better world.
1: All right, two terrific interviews with two terrific ladies, Maria Verdeschi and Karen Noe, clairvoyant psychic mediums, authors. What did we learn today on Guys, Guys Radio? I think we learned that maybe when you think it's over, it's not really over, that the soul lives on, and we keep going. Our physical bodies may give out, but we, in spirit, Just keep going, and we're all connected, and we're all part of the same thing. So at least that's what I got out of it. I hope this information made you think, helped you feel, and maybe you'll take some action based on that and think about the fact that maybe your loved ones are not that far away even though they have passed. So anyhow, Guys, Guys Radio, we're here every Wednesday evening on KCAA in Southern California, 8 p.m. Pacific Time. The show replays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 102.3, 106.5 FM, 1050 a.m. We're on iHeart, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, CastBox, KCAA.com, Blog Talk Radio, and my website, the all-new robertmanny.com. So you plenty of places for you to listen live. To stream and to download. If you get to RobertManny.com, my website, there's also a lot of information about uh, the novel, which is a source material for everything Guys, Guys. The name of the novel is The Guys, Guys Guide to Love. And it's a fun romp a romantic comedy. It's been called The Male Sex in the City. You can catch me, Robert Manny, all over social media I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. And I'm here for you. I'm bringing you guests hopefully it'll get you to once again to think to feel to act and decide what do you want to do with information but hopefully it's good stuff it's entertaining and it's going to help you live your best life so robert manny here wishing you a great week i can't wait to get back next week and the week after and the week after because we have so many great guests lined up so stay safe out there and remember guys guys finish first